0: All right. This is uh, this is Andrew and Oscar. Welcome back to the well, welcome to the second episode of our uh, as yet unnamed podcast. The current working title
1: is Beef Station. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't go with Beef. Station So we're gonna have to promptly fix that. I feel like Beef Station is a bad name. If only because whenever you say it, you have to really slow down and concentrate. Like I can really feel myself going, "Hello and welcome to Beef Station." <laughs> <laughs> It's so—it's such an awkward
0: phrase to say. It's like going over a—it's yeah. like going over a car park speed bump with your mouth.
1: It's like, beef station. <laughs> no, I love it. I, yeah, I, it's I, fucked. <laughs> or already, I love it. I, when we have hundreds of thousands of listeners, people will be walking in the streets, be like, "Have you listened to Beef Station?" Yeah. You listen to Beef <laughs> Station. Do you say B station? No, Beef. Be- beef. Beef. Station. <laughs> okay, so right. you, you said second episode. Um, yeah. The more I listen to our first episode, the more yeah, self conscious I feel about it. That We're one. not going to release. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first, first episode ever episode <laughs> of, of Beef Station. <laughs> um, That's right. The um,
0: the first one wasn't associated with the Beef Station brand, so we can yeah you know, no yeah exactly. <laughs> right.
1: So what was our premise for this podcast? Our idea, perhaps, that was that every week we'd go and watch a movie or a couple episodes or something on Netflix. Or whatever, and we Something. discuss them. And perhaps if it was bad, we could discuss maybe what we would do differently, yeah. Um, which we're not tremendously qualified to, <laughs> to, to do for yourself. I got we, a qualification in film, you, um, yeah. Where, where, did you, where did you study film? Sorry, just at the National University of Australia, the, the Australian oh, National yeah, University's famous film department, where you can go and still study a, a minor in film to this day, can you? Yes. It's about four people, and they have a <laughs> combined age of about six hundred. <laughs> so that's the uh,
0: the annual film department. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. So so this week, um, we watched several films. Yeah, um, it was a big week. Yeah, it was, big, and I don't big big think this is very sustainable. No, I don't think we'll be able to. Action week. Yeah, I don't
0: think it'll be this pace normally. But no, I mean
1: yeah. like us. I don't. <laughs> I mean, this week I personally went to the cinema and watched three different movies, yeah. and that's not. I'm not going to be able to do that no, for a... Um, no, definitely not. Um, but I also
0: like it's. It's been a bit of a before this week. It's a bit of a dry spell, really. There wasn't much coming out that I
1: felt was worth
0: going and seeing.
1: Yeah, least. but so recently we've had Avengers. I'm willing 2. to see
0: Avengers, by the way. Just have you not seen it? No, we, no, I haven't seen. It. I, I know everything about right, it. Okay. You can spoil it, whatever. Um, but I'm willing to see it just to shit on it just so you can understand because all the memes think... oh, i know yeah i looked it up straight away i knew mm. i wasn't gonna go well i thought i wasn't gonna go see it but yeah. i know i'm not gonna enjoy it <laughs> so i'm willing to go and see it to to yeah take a real steaming pile of shit on it because <laughs> right it's just a bad thing
1: <laughs> no i think it was great i honestly think it was fantastic yeah, no i disagree i, I, think, I it was yeah. loads of fun it was pretty long but it was one of the funnier ones they've done in a while yeah so i, wa- I was about to mention the spoiler for avengers you know what i don't it doesn't matter. It's been out for ages. Yeah. I think we might be talking about some spoilery stuff on this podcast. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. for all of you out there who haven't seen... What are we going to talk about this week? Deadpool 2, the new Han Solo Star Wars movie. Yeah. And maybe yeah. some of the shit you watched on Netflix yeah. last night. So, with, with the Avengers 2 things, I was talking to one of our mates before about how cool it is because at the end, um, a common trope with Marvel films is that you get um, all these bad you get know, the baddies and the goodies and the bad guy is always gonna lose yeah. and it's always some dude who wants to take over the fucking universe or destroy the planet or something and you're like right well obviously that's not gonna happen so already there's no emotional investment here at all because it's just oh, how are the good guys gonna win this one yeah. Um. But so the end of Avengers the, the, the most recent Avengers Infinity War that just came out Thanos finally gets his glove and he gets all the gems, the power gems in it that complete his power or whatever. And he snaps his fingers and half of the population of the universe or of the planet or something gets killed randomly. Yeah. And so then it shows you, like, um, uh, Black Panther dissolving and he's dead. And Spider-Man dissolves into nothing mm-hmm. and he's dead. Mm-hmm. And so it's they kill off, like, 20 major characters. Yeah. I think Samuel L. Jackson dies and fucking... Um, Robin from How I Met Your Mother, she dies. Um, and Black Widow. <laughs> and and Barney, he goes suit up and he dies, uh, <laughs> um, as he should. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, no, but but then and then you see like Black Panther goes no no and he starts dying. You're like oh right well, we'll immediately. None of this matters Because Black Panther just made like a gazillion dollars When it came out a month ago yeah. And this is Disney uh, yeah. So even if they had planned to permanently kill off All of the Guardians of the Galaxy As soon as Black Panther came out <laughs> And made like a billion dollars There's no way they're killing him off yeah. that quickly This Sorry. was my.
0: This was one of the things This was a, a significant reason Why I, I, I'm not interested in seeing this movie Because all of this um all of this sort of hype came out around the uh, around the time it was released and they said oh it's a pretty big some pretty big things that happened in this film like i think you'd be shocked but my issue with with most of these types of films and i think marvel in general um is is that there are never any stakes really there are only yeah it's 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 a little bit predetermined and i i think that Sorry, my, well, yeah, so what I'm what trying I'm... to say is you know that they're going to succeed, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, in, in general in a Marvel film, exactly what you were saying earlier where you know that the protagonist is going to prevail, the evil guy is going to be be defeated and and there there will be a triumphant scene at the end where yeah. you know it's all the the world, the world has been righted and, and yeah. so so what the story becomes is it's not about whether or not that will happen, it's about the process by which you're going to get to that stage. And I think that in the Avengers Infinity War, haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> the 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 issue is with all of the dissolving and the killing off of characters, is that I don't believe it. I don't yeah. believe that they are going to that those characters in my mind aren't dead.
1: Yeah. They're just well, gone think, for a little while. And it was really cool. If you can break yourself out of the financial like, oh this is Disney and so they're gonna make more of these to yeah, make more money. I have real you can trouble break yourself out of that. that. It was really cool. And yeah. So the bad guy wins at the end of the this Avengers, book, yeah. which is really cool. And you're like, oh, yeah. they're fucked. And even then, I think it'll be cool because I think it's the first of a two-parter. So the next part is going to be like... They're dwindled down to just like... It's basically just the original Avengers now and they yeah, have right. to like go back and I imagine go into some alternate dimension or whatever and get these guys back yeah um, <laughs> they're gonna get Black Panther back from the dimension where 9-11 never happened yeah <laughs> and so be like Black Panther has super strength and he can run really quickly and he doesn't understand why he has to take his shoes off when he gets on the airplane <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Every every scene in every movie he's in, they'll be like, they'll be like, "Hey guys, can I take this liter of shampoo and the plane to save me? and They'll be like, "No, Black Panther, you, no, you can't. can't."
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a big
1: fifty mils in a ziploc bag
0: only. Oh! Ah, yeah, it's a three
1: hundred million dollar script about Wakanda's first terrorist cell. <laughs> <self. laughs> <laughs> but I think that what you we were saying just then ties in quite nicely with these two films we're talking about. Today. Yeah, I think because so. in Han's the Han Solo film, of course, is a prequel. Yeah, and so yeah, actually, it's really yeah, yeah, and so we know what's they know where they're going to end up, and yeah. it's all about the journey, and of then course, it's well, because dead- you
0: know that Han is. Alive for the Star Wars yeah. sequels. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we know that Deadpool just, just pointed out for the more stupid listeners.
1: <laughs> yeah. We know that Deadpool 2. I think it's interesting because it's like a small scale terrorist film. It's not like the bad guy is trying to destroy the town or <laughs> destroy the universe or destroy the planet or whatever. It's it's like because with the first one, I think it was just him trying to save his girlfriend, right? Yeah. And just trying to hunt down this one dude that he has a vendetta on. Yeah, um, I think that was pretty much it. Which I think I, people, it's
0: and... I saw. It's a really long time ago. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, I started talking about Deadpool 1 just then, because to be honest, I don't remember the plot of this new <laughs> this new yeah. Deadpool film. Um,
0: oh, no, yeah. Okay. Oh, it was the, the
1: Firehand Kid. Yeah. Right, yeah, no, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, cool. So So similarly, this is like a really small, so, local... Just the, the the the
0: firehand Kid being um, played by... Or, Julian Dennison, I, I think. It. Okay, so Julian Plays... Dennison, let's say that's his name, but um, his most famous role thus far is... Uh, Hunt for, for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder People. He is the young uh, New Zealander actor from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, Julian Dennison. And so
1: again, it's really cool and it's really, uh, it's really... It's really engaging to watch a superhero film where you don't know what the ending's going to be mm-hmm. because they're trying to... Stop this kid from doing something terrible that's going to have bad implications in the future. Yeah, and those bad implications are like, oh, you know, oh, some this this thing happens to you know some dude or whatever. So we, we don't care about whatever happens to this dude. So it means that you anything that happened in the film, and you're really excited and engaged the whole way through. Um, which is something I'm getting really bored of with the Avengers movies. Actually, yeah, which might be yeah, why you haven't seen I've, it. I think I've just
0: yeah, I've run out of any tolerance for sort of lazy writing in those kind of movies so yeah now yeah. I've taken a
1: few notes on Deadpool I could barely keep it straight while we were in the cinema so I've got about four sentences the first of which is pumpkin fucker yeah pumpkin fucker <laughs> which was a, a stellar stellar one-liner from within the first two minutes and there are gags within the first five minutes of the film because I think someone was talking about how like oh can, should I can I take my like you know 12 year old to come see this film and uh, within the first five minutes, they have gags about suicide, murder, and molestation. Mm. Um, and that pace doesn't relent, <laughs> yeah. for basically, for the rest of the film. So judging by the 12-year-olds today, go yeah. for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what haven't they what seen? What is this world coming to? And I think it's funny that um, <laughs> out of all the characters, to give like a more a bigger, more major role in Deadpool 2. They <laughs> chose Depinder, the taxi driver, <laughs> to have, like, a pretty major speaking role in this film, which is great. Yeah, it was good, yeah. It um, was good. I, I would have expected way more from T.J. Miller, and he was almost not in it at all. I wonder if that's got something to do with the... Yeah, um... I think he might not
0: be in a great place at the moment.
1: Yeah, and there so... was all that. Yeah, weird, there's all these scandals on things that are happening. And... Yeah, it's not...
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know what his deal is, but he didn't have much of a role. He um, <laughs> He was briefly in it for a couple of lines as the bartender and then uh, he was tied up and taken as a hostage and that was basically it. Was like, it? I think so. <laughs> Probably no, he's still yeah, tied he's, up and that's h- Deadpool 3. There. No, I think he was rescued but... Um... Weasel is his character name, yeah, but T.J. Miller, really. I think most of what we'll do in this podcast is refer to only actors, <laughs> <Yeah>. not characters, because <laughs> it's much
1: harder to remember. Uh, T.J. Miller is so funny, too. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, what... he's great.
0: I, actually, I, I want to just going back to Julian Dennison for a minute. Yeah,
1: um, I was very skeptical
0: about um, going to see Humphrey for the World of People* when I did because I'd heard from a lot of people that it was good, and when you hear that about a comedy movie, I, I, I I'm just yeah it's it worries than... me a little because it's so subjective yeah. it is a lot more um, subjective
1: than action as well because... yeah
0: oh 100 <laughs> and i've got equally snobbish standards for both um but certainly when it comes to comedy i think a lot of the time there's uh we're in a bit of a bit of that sort of niche of just sarcastic bullshit yeah and if it doesn't fit that then um then it's a little i don't know it just becomes a little bit uh harder to please i guess um but uh, they absolutely smashed it On Hunt for the Will of People Interestingly enough Same director
1: as Thor? No Yeah, yeah, no Yeah, it's Taika Waititi He did that um, Yeah,
0: Thor, Thor Is it Thor Ragnarok? Yeah Yeah, And he definitely. also did
1: Boy um, Yeah A whole bunch of little New Zealand films in the Yeah, source, so kind
0: of th- one That guy He's a that, He's a great comedy director and it came through in the way that he allowed Julian Dennison to be on screen, or not allowed, but enabled him to be on screen, because the vast majority of that of of Hunt for the Wilder people was a, a, a relatively young teenage boy that really had to needed to carry the script through. Yeah, because it was it was so much about his sort of straight face deadpan delivery um, <laughs> in conjunction with the with the script, which was also very clever. And I think honestly, my one of my biggest complaints about Deadpool too is that I feel like his he him as an he as an actor is just f- totally fucking wasted in this role. He doesn't get very much he in didn't it, does do he? Anything. Yeah. He played he could have been played by any child actor. Yeah. And I feel like the only reference that they actually made to his him as an actor specifically, is that he was <laughs> fat. A couple fat jokes. Yes, yeah, there's yeah. a few fat jokes tucked in there. Yeah. I felt like that was a real well, waste. I, I, I wonder it- if it if it went through a bit of editing hell about his character. I don't whether know. Whether or not he had a much bigger role, and they kind of whittled it down and said, like, lose this bit about this kid. Because like, he didn't have much character development either, really. He was, I think, molested by Ralph Fiennes. It was ambiguous. It was, like, tortured
1: or something. I don't think it was... That wasn't Ralph yeah. Fiennes either. That was... um. Ray Fiennes, by the way, not Ralph. Yeah, Fiennes. that's what I meant. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll it was, um, was he, he was one of the dudes off that, um, oh, Eddie Marson. The, yeah, the Simon yeah, Pegg, Nick yeah. Frost. I,
0: I, I, those two men, I have absolutely made that mistake before. <laughs> um, and I will make it again. Eddie Marson, Ralph Fiennes, same, same people. yeah no, there
1: you go. Anyway, no, I, th- I think it was like some weird, some torture thing. He had a grudge against this guy anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I think he was, he was abused. So, um, uh Julian Dennison was doing a whole bunch of talk show stuff recently. He was on Conan and I think Jimmy Kimmel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was really good. He was I think he's only 15, but he's yeah,
0: he's very talented. He's really funny. And
1: yeah. um he was playing I really like Conan's interviews and Conan kind of mm. fucks with his guests a little bit. Yeah. And he was really sort of playing along on that. Um and he was talking about how it was weird playing the character because he felt really silly while he was doing it because he's got this sort of he shoots the fire from his hands and it means he's sort of waving his hands around yeah. kind of like a magician but before the effects are in he says he's just he's just standing there on set waving his hands yep. and doing like Hah!
0: have you seen videos of like superhero movies before, before the they've effects. got the visual yeah, effects yeah yeah that is
1: the stupidest fucking thing so, so they were saying like I, it's there's uh, a lot of I, trust that goes yeah, in there because lot the character can just not put the effect in yeah. and suddenly it's the funniest shit ever well it's
0: not even trust it's like, mate, if you don't do an excellent job of these effects, then boy, is this going to look really fucking stupid. Heads. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, no, and I think that would be really hard to act as well, because you'd be like, yeah, I've got to say this line. And, like, the writing in Deadpool is, is some of the highest quality writing in any Marvel films. But imagine in, yeah. like, a really... One of those... Fucking soulless Marvel films, like <laughs> Thor six or whatever the fuck. Like,
1: can you imagine? have a... like heard the four films are great? I haven't nah, watched any I, of them.
0: I, I I don't think so. I think maybe it started off great, but any of the recent ones, like no,
1: Thor Ragnarok, is apparently great. No, have it... you seen it? <sighs>
0: yeah, I have. Oh, right, okay, and actually, cool. um, uh, my so th- there are flashes of brilliance in Thor Ragnarok, um, but the storyline is its weakest point because yeah. it just has, it, you know. Most of these films have a simple storyline.
1: This one has a complex storyline that's very poorly executed. Yeah. Well, I think my problem with the Thor franchise is when, when the first one came out, when this, um, when all the Marvel stuff was just kicking off...
0: I don't think I've seen the first one, yes, so it's right, probably okay. better. Well,
1: see, I, I kind of feel like I wanted to watch the first one, then the second one, then the third one. And yeah. already, like, I don't care enough to watch three movies. Yeah. And, but when the first one came out, it was one of those, like, oh, a movie about Thor and Odin, and no, I don't give a shit. And then yeah. more, more of them came out, and I sort of got enough as I wanted to from the character from Aveng from the Avengers movies, mm. and yeah, yeah.
0: Just on the note of casting, also, um, Ryan Reynolds. Just I feel like this character was made for him. Oh man, he's so funny! He's so, so good. And people
1: talk about how like, like you know hot guys can't be comedians. Often it's like schlubby kind of guys who yeah, have yeah, funny yeah. roles in a You're, successful. Um, like like Adam, Seth Rogens. Yeah, and, yeah. Adam Sandler, Chris Rock isn't like the most amazing looking guy, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, <laughs> so I think it's funny that Ryan, to make, to get Ryan Reynolds as like a comedy hero, you literally have to make him look, look like a burn victim and slap a mask on him. And then you're like, all right, yeah. now, now you can be funny, pretty boy. I don't think so.
0: I, I think I've seen him cause he was in my, my earliest recollection of seeing Ryan Reynolds is actually, he, he has a very minor role as a nurse in one of the Harold and Kumar films. I think it might be goes to White Castle. Right. And, um, he plays this nurse, and it's it's actually... Uh, he acts in a very sexually forward way towards right. Kumar, and <laughs> they get increasingly concerned. But the way that he acts it is fucking hysterical, less so <laughs> the subject matter, especially now. It's it's obviously uh, a little bit dated. But, like, he is such a good comedic, physical comedic actor. I actually... I, I, I made a note of this. I reckon... Um, that this this later Deadpool one and possibly the first one as well, it, it's almost approaching um, Jim Carrey's The Mask oh, no, of that's like physical call. comedy. Yeah, it wasn't no, that I, much? I think... Jim
1: Jim Carrey is amazing.
0: Yeah, but I genuinely think he's also like sometimes a little bit yeah. um, over the top. Like obviously, I, I know that's ridiculous to say. It's Jim Carrey. that's his point, but. Um, but sometimes I feel like in those films... And, uh, like, I've cried laughing at the mask, <laughs> so I fucking love that movie, well, but... And so it I, gets a little tiring, whereas I feel like Reynolds has much more of a balance where he's capable of pulling off... Well,
1: there's a lot of words doing the heavy lifting in Deadpool too. Yeah, but his delivery is very snappy as well. Yeah. Like,
0: I think it's pretty good. But, yeah. And the fact that you don't see... Like, I, I know... I, I remember hearing from the first one that they needed, like... There's something like four... And this is definitely wrong, but they needed, like... Four four visual effects studios involved just to animate Deadpool's face because all of the um the eyes and stuff all of that is is CG so the mask on his face doesn't move at all except like where you see his kind of jaw moving yeah um but yeah all of the expression (laughs) that comes from his (laughs) eyes
1: Ryan don't move your mouth just Ryan don't
0: talk all 100%
1: Hundred percent of your lines are in post. <laughs> Total lockjaw. We'll do it all in post. Yeah.
0: We'll CG your chin. If you move, you're really fucking it. <laughs> yeah, so just keep your mouth locked shut. It's just wide as jaw shut for eight months.
1: <laughs> in <laughs> fact, get the get the mannequin. <laughs> why don't, Ryan, why are we, take why, a seat. Yeah, sorry.
0: Why are we we need Ryan Reynolds the voice actor and then just stunt? Actually, that might even be what the film was like. No, I've heard that he's pretty involved. But yeah, I think like it was. It's very the way that he um, he carries his body. Um, and his voice and his face, I think, is some, some of the best um, comedic physical acting in recent times. Yeah, okay. I feel like the Jim Carrey
1: thing is like the <laughs> how every... Um like being like oh he's such a he's such a good physical comedian that he's like Jim Carrey is like when you read every second music review that's like oh it's got an almost Beatles-esque quality to it and you're like all alright it can be good
0: (laughs) yeah I think this was kind of the same though because um, it's a similar character of like someone who can't really experience physical harm so they just like kind of throw their body at stuff and whatever happens to it happens like where he's like in half yeah, and he's kind of like crawling, and someone <laughs> has to like carry him, or he like blows someone up with their own arm or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like I think it's a similar like it's a disembodiment of um of a character that kind of can't die. I-, I was wondering like it- it's interesting that uh, being a being a great comedy actor is different to being a great
1: conventional action actor. Well, yeah, because it's not about being realistic; it's about like hamming it up when you need to. Yeah, exactly. Often, obviously, a lot of the gags are like how crazy is it that I'm saying this? And so mm. you've got to really kind of sell that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and aside from being a comedy, there's lots of really cool shots in this film, I thought. Like, as you pointed out at the beginning, there's that shot where there's this dude running in slow motion away from Yeah, yeah, from so only the man the camera is in slow motion. Yeah, and everything else behind him is in real time. Which so is some Deadpool crazy... killing, like, 20 yeah. people. <laughs> so Deadpool's having some intense fight scene behind him in real yeah. time. And this dude, and all his hair and all his clothes and everything. Oh, and yeah, it's, it's pretty motion. clear
0: that his he is... In slow motion yeah. So like yeah his, The ripples of his clothing And stuff slow <laughs> Yeah,
1: slow um, motion And then there was I watched one of the Making of feature For the first one Where they talked about How the Colossus The big metal dude Yeah yeah um, Is all CG But because he's like Reflective metal They had to do All the camera shots And all the scenes That he was in yep. Twice Once for, you know, with Ryan Reynolds and everything And once totally empty Just with some dude holding, like, a steel ball Into the frame So that you could get an idea of what the reflections would mm. look like And then they would have to go and, like, manually animate all the reflections onto the Like, just get a different X-Men <laughs> Yeah, yeah so, <laughs> Right? not just a really big dude with normal skin <laughs> Yeah, like, I thought the gag in the first one Was that they got two weird, obscure X-Men That no one had really heard oh, of Oh, it was, yeah Yeah, definitely. and so Why choose Like... What sounds like the most annoying one to do. Like surely <laughs> yeah. there's some kind of Wolverine equivalent where you can just stick some foam claws on like whatever obscure X-Men yeah. <laughs> it is. And no, don't it, no fuck no, no it's no CG at you all. Don't need to do yeah. that. <laughs> If you're if you're if your gag is that you're choosing the weirdest, most obscure X-Men you possibly can for budgetary reasons. Yeah. Choose there's that guy who his superpowers he can like throw playing cards pretty accurately. <laughs> You know, like pick that. Yeah, you're right. Don't yeah. don't pick one. We have to CG some fucking hands or like re- <laughs> animate reflections across someone's entire body. Yeah. Pick one where like some guy has to like run reasonably quickly.
0: No, they already or, had that, like, and it's just, really hard. Yeah.
1: Or just pick just pick Storm, and then just do the shots when it's raining. Like, like
0: Storm, but she never <laughs> uses her powers. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Storm, but she's no. always like, no, no, I got some washing yeah. off. No,
0: I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing the thing.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I <laughs> thought that was funny. Of, um, so speaking of like the other the other X-Men, uh, this film was very... And maybe this is one of the reasons we like it, because we sort of... I feel like we've grown up around a lot of this style of humour, but it's, it's very heavy on uh, sort of referential humor and also self-referential humor within the marvel universe and also specifically the deadpool marvel universe like it rips on that new
1: logan film that twice in the
0: first five yeah 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 and and in general it even uh, oh yeah this is a pretty heavy spoiler they make fun of batman versus superman They make fun of the old one the old
1: wolverine film where they have that that's not um, that's not a
0: spoiler that's just... Oh um, uh, Yeah, I guess a little bit. It's more of like a little bonus, but... Well, because no, um, ever, ever,
1: I feel like everyone everyone but you, because I had to explain, explain that to you in the yeah, thing. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. heard of it. Well, yeah. I watched the old
0: uh, Wolverine movies like probably over a decade ago. All oh, right, but not that... So, yeah. no,
1: I don't remember it. Yeah, oh, well, this um, is the Origins one, so I think it was made... I don't oh, know.
0: shit. Oh, God, they fucked it up that recently? Yeah. Oh, no, man. it was, like,
1: super... Because Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, like, the Deadpool thing was his baby, and he'd been, like, pestering... I don't know, studio execs or whatever. for yeah, ages, like, I like I Deadpool, do Deadpool, Deadpool, do yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool, yeah, like, yeah, No, yeah, we well, can't do it. <laughs> no, an, R- an, R- an R-rated superhero movie will never sell. And so, <laughs> they were saying like, oh, no, if you want to get Deadpool in a movie, Ryan, this is your opportunity. we have got this cast of things fucked. and then they fucked it. Yeah. So like, it was in this Wolverine Origins thing where like, Ryan Reynolds played this like, fast-talking soldier guy. I've
0: seen that film. I've
1: seen. You have seen, it. right? Well, maybe he didn't drink it because it wasn't yeah, Deadpool. I didn't know who I didn't, it was. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know who Deadpool was before the first Deadpool. Well, movie yeah, came me neither. So. But like, but yeah. he, it wasn't that it, they called it that, but it wasn't. But that. Really, like, yeah, it was like he went on, he underwent experimental surgery to sew his mouth shut and give him laser eyes. So Literally and zero
0: speaking lines. Swords hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and yeah, they really
0: they really messed it up. Yeah, I feel exactly. now having like having seen that thing in Deadpool two referenced. Yeah, I feel like they could have not had that. In X Men Origins, Or just not. It would have it... been totally yeah. fine. Like yeah, it, it was, have, it was wouldn't so have bizarre. The film at all. That's so fucked. Yeah. Um, speaking of Wolverine as well, I, I think that um, one of the one of the great examples of like, and let, let's touch on that that theme that we were talking about of like, what would we do differently um, mm. about these Marvel films in general? And I guess I'm, I'm stepping back a bit here because I'm speaking more broadly. Um, is I think one of the best examples of how this can be done right is with the latest Wolverine film. Um, and I think probably for a while at least the last Wolverine film Yeah. one of the reasons why that that film I I loved that film and I think it's probably one of the best Marvel films that's ever been
1: made and see correct me if I'm wrong but I think that's another one where there's no giant world ending consequence to the superhero fucking up I think it's that one they're just trying trying to get kids across the border or something the mutants have kind of lost yeah
0: Yeah. they've been devastated by this like fucking racial ethnic cleansing kind of thing yeah and um and yeah, they're, they're, so it really is just a, a very the the scope of what's what's at risk is very small. It's yeah. just a small group of young mutants' lives, and um. But I think that's the most interesting way to do it because
1: there's I mean absolutely. we've said it three times already. There's, there's yeah. actual stakes to it.
0: But I think the other thing that made it a really tragic film. Spoiler alert: Wolverine <laughs> dies, <laughs> um, and uh, he he but. It, surrounding that if you're if you're not in a, in a vault before you're watching this film <laughs> you knew that Hugh Jackman had not signed on to do any more Wolverine stuff yeah. and in fact had made big news when he said I'm not going to Yeah. so and they probably fucking would have done it so <laughs> yeah. it's about whether or not I can it's
1: a Wolverine walk to the sunset
0: yeah exactly <laughs> but what uh, what that meant was that when that scene happened It was really fucking heart-wrenching. Yeah. And there was this uh, young girl that saw him as a father figure, and she was the one most affected by his death. Sort of no one else really... I mean, he becomes uh, relevant to the group, but uh, anyway... And we have all this emotional baggage There's real emotional significance to that shit, because you know, on top of leaving a hole in that world, (laughs) an emotional hole... You
1: know that he's not coming back <laughs> You know The most emotional part of it Is that you know Financially speaking That, that the studio Can't well, get Hugh to sign on For another Not just role. financially yeah. but, but that was a real I, think for, no, the, yeah, no, I exactly. think for the
0: audience That was goodbye Yeah And I think when you look At something like uh, uh, Fucking Infinity War when you're watching these characters die on screen, no one that isn't a psychopath actually gives a shit yeah, That was that about Infinity War was fun though, and I think because, that's... yeah. But but I think that, that it's more fun. It would be more fun, and I wouldn't have so much of a problem with it if they sort of were a bit self-aware yeah. about the fact that none of this shit actually mm. matters.
1: Well, then there's a lot to be said though, because if because we're 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 about to start talking about um the solo film, yeah, as I well, I suppose. Um, and that's a prequel where you know that. Yeah, you you know roughly how the film's going to end, and so it's all about. Well, the Well, you destination. know that Han
0: Solo is not going to die. I guess, that's and if you mean. see any but, other characters that you know, yeah. then you also know that they make it. Yeah, so, and so it's like all Lando kind of or.
1: about the destination, right? Yeah, and so, but in the same way, you could, there's there's an argument to be said that with these big Avengers kind of movies, where you know that the heroes are going to win in the end, mm. can't it be about the destination there as well? Ah, like, I think that these, yeah, and I think that these these movies do I exactly think become what about we're controversially there. coming coming out with here on. First episode of Beef Station is that it's all about the journey, not the destination, uh. and that's a that's a controversial storytelling <laughs> lesson. For I even...
0: we might be the first to tap into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I think when you and one of the reasons, uh, again, like this, it's just me harping on about how I really don't get much out of these films, but um, <laughs> not having seen them, when 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 the story arc doesn't fucking matter because yeah. all of these films start and end in the same place, yeah, with like billions of civilian casualties yeah. really skimmed over. Um it becomes about what you're what you actually see happen over the course of those couple of hours and that involves all sorts of things like what happens to the characters during that time. Yeah. You know, like is there any actual character progression? And again, Wolverine, mm. huge amounts of character progression. Like you watch a child's life develop in, the, in this formative stages. You watch the beginning of a life and you watch the end of a life yeah. and those two things are directly linked and compared. Um, but in the in the, in the the more recent um, Marvel films, there's none of that shit. They don't bother. Yeah. Or in like the big blockbuster. Black Panther kind of actually managed it. I think Black Panther did it really well because you you saw characters make meaningful decisions. They yeah. made decisions that were based on their prior context. You know, the main antagonist of, of Black Panther, I can't remember the name. No. Um... Uh, No who cares It's fine No he's got a He's got a Michael Jordan Michael Jordan's character No he's um um, He's a famous basketball player He's he's the basketball player He had a breakout
1: role In Space Jam The Um, Nike Shoes (laughs) Um Air Jordan 1's The Air Jordan (laughs) 2's Ed Jordan 3 The like, list goes on. Like
0: a fine wine I reckon this bit Gets better with age No no we're not Looking it up
1: We're not looking it up, no, we're not, we're not looking okay, it up. I
0: want to know I want to know I want to know Michael B. Jordan Which actually is an Important distinction and, Oh that guy No yeah and yeah his yeah. antagonist name Is Eric Kilmonger. I don't remember that at all Wow that uh... <laughs> Now that looks like A name of a character From the fucking Thor movie yeah I don't know
1: Killmonger is a pretty I feel like his name somewhat foreshadows his character and that's a common trope in the Marvel I was listening to something recently where they were talking about how annoying it is in Marvel movies often that um, the bad guy is just the opposite of the good guy yeah so like the Black Panther literally fights an evil Black Panther yeah literally there is a second Black Panther suit and the evil guy gets it and they fight yeah
0: and I, I think I think one <laughs> <They're> like it...
1: <laughs> they're like which one do you want? They they're both the same suit, Black Panther, yeah, just like one fucking... has a slightly more evil looking design. Wolverine and um yeah.
0: what's his what's the the slightly shorter claws guy's name? That's like yeah. his fucking cousin <laughs> yeah, or <exactly>. whatever, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. I not remember the name. Uh what does it better is uh in in Black Panther, the the reason why this guy's so fucked up Um, and the reason why he's a copy is because they're both, they're both sort of vying for the same thing. Yeah. But one of those, you know, um, the, the, the Black Panther is, is sort of meant to be there. There's a lineage. Um, and the other guy has that, but it's meaningless to him. And actually he's just the kind of broken product of the American society that he was forced to grow up in being totally abandoned. So he's disenfranchised by, by, um, the, the kingdom of Wakanda. He's also disenfranchised by the kingdom of America. Um and I think it's really interesting seeing him be a bit of a broken fucking human or yeah. like mutant because of that. <laughs> and that never you never I think it was it's a very rare thing to see that depth of character backing and,
1: and progression in yeah. in a marvelous. Maybe then it's just the fact of the fact that some some of the films do it better than others in these yeah I well think I think so I, for what it's worth I think the Avengers film we can stop talking about this I think but the, the Avengers film did a really good job of having like 30 main characters in it or something ridiculous yeah. and all these different intertwining storylines that all come together and yeah. it didn't it didn't feel cluttered or rushed it yeah, felt surprising because I felt, feel like felt at some nice.
0: stage it's going to have to be a bit of a just
1: like tip of the hat to that character and then yeah. move on and know? then kill that guy and then this guy and yeah, then kill exactly. that guy maybe that's what it was the writers were just like I can't get my head around it we yeah, got to kill, kill like
0: really fast. 20 fucking characters <laughs> <laughs> they're all going to die in some way that's referential to who their character is. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, so speaking about, like, oh, um, when you know what the ending is going to be, you've, you've really got to get, like, good character development in and yeah, have a good yeah, yeah. sort of local thing that happens within the film that drives the story. I think some of these new Star Wars films and these new Star Wars prequels they were doing, like Rogue One and Miss Han Solo One, yeah. do a really good job of that, because... So, so Rogue One was obviously a prequel to A New Hope that sort of immediately precedes those events the big and, daddy of Star Wars yeah yeah Wars, and so yeah. you know you know it's going to be about them stealing the Star Wars plans and so whoever does that is going to be a a fucking hero for stealing the I said Star Wars plans Death, I meant their this Death Star, Star, Star plans <laughs> the Star Wars plans um, <laughs> they're, they're going to steal the plan. Blue Harvest script <laughs> for, for stealing the Death Star plans but they're not mentioned at all so you're like right well everyone here is going to die
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And so it was really nice. But, but yeah, you know, it was so I thought it was really good. Yeah, a lot of people it shouted at the movie. Nah, I thought the movie I, was yeah. great.
0: I, I, I'm I'm pretty um pretty willing to criticize yeah. shit like that. But I, I actually I thought Rogue One was great. Yeah.
1: Um
0: I really thought and you know, despite the fact that this was a prequel and I guess it was about sort of a, a different war or a different battle, um and there were there were different characters involved, I didn't really expect such a bold move as sort of blowing
1: everybody up like well yeah i feel like i mean when, when when the main set piece of the film is a giant cannon that blows planets up and when you've got all these characters well, yeah. you've never heard of that are like let's go down to that planet and yeah. sabotage the giant weapon you're like right well what's gonna happen here <laughs> yeah but,
0: but but one thing that star wars does is that you always do expect the, the good guys to make it and i think it, it was interesting looking at having a film that that did that sort of really fucked up the, well not fucked it up but, but completely upended the trope of um of having the, the good guys just barely scrape it out yeah. and make it out alive you know yeah. this wasn't like you know if, if you take like let's say the original X-Wing run to the through the Death Star right Luke is like the only one in the squadron that makes it because yeah. everyone else gets slowly blown up around him but he yeah. still makes it and he still gets out and he still do, does what it is and it's like he gets a hero's welcome back at home despite the fact that like twenty fucking people yeah. in some of the most valuable equipment that the rebels have just fucking died. Like but they did make it. But and, and I think what the original stories do is they focus on that hero's success. Whereas what Rogue One did was it focused on the losses that you have to go through in order to achieve that. Yeah. You know, and it's sort of the heroes of that film were the people that died. Mm-hmm. They were the, the other members of the Red Squadron that got blown up. It's just that we didn't have that that sort of Christ-like hero figure to make it out in the end, and well, I guess Christ didn't make it out in the end. But you know what I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> I think, and I think, yeah, it was it was really good because it it, it you have this implicit expectation in your mind going into films like that, um, that that the that the character will mm. live and that they will make it out, and it's sort of like, oh, how are they going to get out of this one? Well, yeah, sometimes they fucking don't, and most yeah. of the time they don't. So, so, so yeah.
1: let's talk about how the new With, solo movie totally fucked that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> so did not do a good job. It started, I mean, already within the first 20 seconds, I was disappointed because you got like the, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and the music starts to swell. And then it just peered it out and there was no opening crawl. <laughs> no, and I was so looking like that. And you didn't get any. Did Rogue One do that? I mean, no, probably not. There's been, there's been seven, Friggin', yeah, that, yeah. Sorry, there's been seven friggin' Star Wars movies where you've had that, and so I was conditioned to well, get like that. Well, yeah, that's like, my uh, question.
0: Is that a canon thing? Is that only in the canon? Because I mean, if Rogue maybe, One, but it was still... if Rogue One didn't have that, then I'm okay with it. It was still it's disappointing. Like, no, this is a spin-off film. Yeah, we don't do the crawl. We save yeah. that for the big ones. Yeah, but if they did do it in Rogue One and they didn't do it for this, I think that's really showing that they're <laughs> throwing
1: this one under the bus a little bit, maybe. Yeah, and so I remember when Rogue One came out. Um, and when the new Solo film come out as well, the first thing I thought about when you see all these big new worlds is like, oh man, that'd be great to play in a new battlefront game. And so like most of the film is an exercise in just like seeing what the new battlefront game's gonna have. Yeah. But I do really like seeing all the new Star Wars film the Star Wars worlds. Like in, in um Oh, that's some of the best part. Some of, of the going best in Star Wars and film. In yeah. Rogue One I think some people hated that casino like that casino world. Uh, I thought it was fine. I thought I watched, it was really cool. I watched
0: an analysis of that. It was like in order for, and it is it's Finn and, and the, the Ray is no, the, but um, she's not the one that goes to the Keira casino Knightley planet. Lady. She's not the one that goes to it's. He goes to the casino planet with the um the, uh, the spy the, chick. The,
1: who cares? The the, the I don't know I know I know what you the mean. one who
0: kisses him in the end because yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Um, so they will we'll make an effort to have a list of character names. <laughs> <laughs> um. um but, but uh, they 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 go there and and um, they see this kind of like um, the this capitalist structure and how like they're selling you know these people are selling weapons to both sides and and uh, it 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 in some way meaningfully influences decisions that Finn has to make later and it gives him a greater understanding of the universe that he's in and he has character progression because of seeing that stuff And maybe the way that they actually executed that on screen was a bit ham fisted. Um, but at least Han fisted, <laughs> but, but at least it, it made a meaningful difference. And I think it was still good because of that.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now that we've settled that back to your point. Right. right. <laughs> no, that was it. And I was just bummed out. And so the film didn't, didn't start well. It was no. like, man, the music's bad and can't play Battlefront anymore. And, um, so I enjoyed this for overall, I thought the film was fun. And I thought that mm. it was entertaining I hate that fucking word. But there was <laughs> there was really a lot of exposition in the beginning yeah, of the film yeah. and there were a lot of lines where Just, to, they said something you're like, oh really? To be clear, it's worth seeing. Yeah. And it's
0: I guess a net positive experience. But I would I would say it's like it's a little uncomfortably close to not being a net positive experience for a Star Wars film. You know, yeah. like usually, you know, that if you go and see a Star Wars film, you're going to have a great time.
1: Yeah. This had some real uh, yeah cuz people were saying, we, were, we were saying the other day that like, oh yeah, but a Star Wars film's always kind of cheesy. It's like, yeah, this was beyond that. This, this was, was like... Uh, yeah. This it, was the
0: worst writing, it, mark my words, the worst writing yeah, in any Star Wars film. It felt Wars like they
1: printed ever. off the first draft by mistake. There was so and much had, first draft um, shit. We got Lawrence Kasdan, the, the, fucking, the, guy, the guy who wrote Empire, um, yeah. fucking wrote this movie. And yeah. I don't think he did. No, no. no. <laughs>
0: I think that, that that a lot of shit happened between his script and mm. the fucking the end production. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I really noticed there was straight so off the much bat. first draft shit in this film, like. Hyperfuel as a name Like that's probably Star Wars canon But yeah. fucking
1: And was that mentioned again? Because the shit they were stealing Wasn't called Hyperfuel It was no, something else different. It's like and so
0: unrefined so there was... Something or other yeah.
1: yeah And so there was All, all this ir- irrelevant, ir- ir- ir Erroneous de- details um, And something I did notice Within the first Sort of 15 minutes Of the film Was that there was All Sorry, all these references To like Original Sort of hand Solo Sort of Stuff and sort of the, as, the, as if the film was going, eh? Eh? yeah, eh? yeah, exactly. like um, there's a scene when he's in the in the the lair with that gangster lady, where he holds up a thing oh, and it's lady like a thermal, proxima, lady proxima, who is also
0: actually the uh, she's just a giant xenomorph dick, <laughs> who's also allergic to life. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, so and he holds bizarre. like the therm- thermal detonator scene up, just like in. Um, Empire Strikes Back I yeah. think and you're like oh yeah okay and then um, there's all these focuses on his gun when he's given his gun and like that was kind of cool it was kind of cool but it's like but you, don't to, it's, you don't have to explain it's so on the nose you don't have to explain yeah. everything Every about Element, Star- yeah. Han Solo's it's origin like, story
0: like, surprising it's surprising that there wasn't a scene where he goes and like buys the yeah. fucking leather jacket L- you know? literally yeah. like,
1: <laughs> like this <laughs> hey do you think this waistcoat looks nice yeah. like oh it looks <laughs> so. great but I think <laughs> I think a princess would enjoy it more than me. I don't have fashion standards that high. Uh, um, but no, it, it's literally, it really felt like it's like, oh, every single detail that makes up this iconic character, Han Solo, um, was the consequence of something happen happened to him within one crazy week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and it
0: did. It felt, I, I feel like one of the problems with this film is, was the pacing. It, was inc- it covered a lot of ground. Yeah. And it didn't do it
1: particularly in-depth. It just and,
0: w- raced through this...
1: And there was, like, a flash-forward, like, a, three years later. And it could have easily just been three months later. Like, it didn't... Oh, there's
0: no... Yeah, there's no consequence. It was so Again, strange. It's still a little... It's got a little bit of that Marvel issue where, like, it just doesn't feel like their stakes are very high at any point during this film. Yeah, um, no. Not at know. all.
1: But, no, I know... I mean, you... No, maybe not because I mean I really I really liked the relationship that he sort of started to have with Amelia Clark, yeah. and so it was weird when they just suddenly ended yeah, that I, and threw actually, that away.
0: No, I d- yeah I, I that, do agree that did feel like there was some because
1: I was yeah because yeah. well, I was thinking going in that like oh okay well they're going to have to set up some relationship that he has or some sort of you know, small scale thing yeah. to keep us invested. And so he comes out with this lady and they're going to like run away and see the world together. Yeah. And I'm like, right, well, here we go. It's him and his lady running away to see the world. And at some point, sort of three quarters of the way through the film, something's going to happen to her and that they are going to have to save her. And that's going to be it. No, within 10 minutes, he catches the plane and she fucking misses it. Yeah. Like-
0: <laughs> and also I think,
1: but okay, so uh, I haven't
0: thought this through. So, so let's just, so let's just off, off the cuff. Here. Um, <laughs> If you expect me to give a shit about what happens to that woman, you need to give me a reason that isn't that she's in the later films, because we know that he gets together with Leia. So yeah. clearly, this person has no impact. So
1: that you really have forward. to set up the relationship and really show that Han yeah. cares a lot about this yep. lady, yep. so that it really sucks when we lose it. Because like, if. <laughs> like the film did, within the first five minutes you get rid of this woman and then the Han just feels like, Oh, remember when I loved that lady? And yeah. like, well, well did you? Then Yeah,
0: I don't feel like it then, did do Yeah, that just, if well.
1: if she, if he loses her, you're like, that's ah, fine, he's got Leia." What you I really think... want him to have felt like he's lost something and I didn't mm. feel that at all. What what I think
0: it what I think does matter, and actually I didn't I don't I don't feel like this the the, the overarching plot of their relationship in this film is necessarily very predictable, so this again, spoiler alert. Um I feel like what the the what actually does make a difference in this film is that she fucks him over, and it it goes to explain some of the distrust and the natural kind of conservative conservatism and sort of um, maybe that, that that you know how he's kind of a very callous, distant character in the later films. Yeah, and so I was I hoping like that, that maybe that yeah. would be
1: what they wanted to explain. I think so, and about and I like think they, I think they do.
0: When she's, you know, like, she she makes the call... Woody yeah. Harrelson's entire character point Is to teach yeah. him to be distrustful But again
1: it felt like Everything in this movie Was really ham-fisted And really like Get it You get it, uh, it See was. what we doing They were trying to See do See what it. we're doing yeah. And every single part of this film I felt was really exaggerated Like every character Was a caricature Of what that yeah. character Was yeah. going to be like yeah. The Woody Harrelson character Was kind of like A future Hound solo And yeah. he like Didn't give a fuck And he only And he's like Don't believe anything anyone yeah. says And that so, was like his Never thing.
0: trust anybody yeah. Not even me Who is you
1: and so there was this kind of like robot that was all, all she was talking about was just robot rights and she's the comic yeah. robot rights and that was all that character ever talks yeah. about for the whole fucking movie oh, and
0: also being um, in love with Lando Calrissian you fucking failed the Bechdel test man <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but yeah but um I don't remember what I was talking about. Right, so... And I was really hoping that this movie would be like... The whole thing would sort of slowly show you how Han had developed into being this callous dude who doesn't give a crap about anyone. Anyway. Yeah. But it's literally like a scene when he's in the military and they're like, You, Solo, you don't really like the taking orders, do you? And he's like, yeah. No, I don't like taking like, orders. That. And they're like, Right, tick. Yeah. Next. Yeah. yeah. And right. then some We've dude's like, that like Han, of his don't trust anyone. Assume everyone's gonna betray you. Got it? And then... Like right tick Got that off the list yeah. And i like well, well oh.
0: This feels like a film That really didn't Listen to the advice Show don't tell Like it
1: just really In
0: no In no aspect of it mm. Do you not get Delivered to you With instruction manuals yeah. and, How to take anything In this film And
1: it really just felt like They had to explain Every aspect of the Solo yeah. character And not leave anything To mystery To the point where So this is all Again all within the First sort of 15 minutes He's getting on the plane to or the the transport ship or whatever, and they're like like name, and he goes Han. They go, last name, oh, and he's fuck. like that was he's like not... yeah. <laughs> and Han is literally like nah. I've always been on my own. I've never had a family. Yep. never. Always been one, a single <laughs> one yeah, yeah. by myself. <laughs> and the soldier's like right. Well, I'm gonna make up your last <laughs> name on the form Which right is now like someone who's
0: okay someone who's in 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 the most regimented totalitarian militaristic yeah. system is not just going to make some shit up on a form exactly. he's going
1: to get the fucking dick arrested especially since they're like yeah, right. this guy doesn't know his own last name yeah. fucking lock him up especially since they were like right there's all these soldiers we have to get past how do we game this system in yeah. order to get on the and transport minutes ship minutes later and the he hasn't soldiers even like, left soldiers like i'll fucking call you han Solo, Solo, then. <laughs> off you go, you loose cannon. Yeah, that's right. Um, It'll be
0: fine. You'll figure it out. Like, uh, oh my god. Yeah, it was real um, bad. We... That having been said, the idea of being of him being given the name that he uses for the rest of his life by a member of the Empire, it's that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. But the way that they did it was just so poor. and just yeah. been. It could have even been that, like, I don't know, here's what I would have fucking done differently. I would have mm. had... His orphanage have had connections to the Empire because we know that they that we they don't always do this. They start doing because uh, you know the the bad force like the stormtroopers or the <laughs> bad um, force. Well, now in Star Wars because there's different obviously there's different antagonistic armies. It's it's sometimes the Empire, then it becomes stormtroopers, then it's the clone troopers. Sometimes they're clones, sometimes they're orphans. Like no, no, um, no you're right. Sorry. The, later one. the bad
1: force was the most clear way of explaining <laughs> that. Um. Okay.
0: The the, the the militaristic thing We know that in the Star Wars universe It's sometimes done That these things Recruit from orphanages Because Finn's character well, that, that is how, yeah, In how, the first one yeah. Is an orphan yeah.
1: Who is recruited By the Empire Right And so I think What you're getting at Correct me if I'm wrong Is that Because that <laughs> would have Given you an Have a guess <laughs> If only there was some way we could work out what you were about <laughs> what to I was say. say. Listen up to it. Yep. Here's what it right. is. <laughs> Let's play this game. Because it was what I was about to <laughs> You were about to steal my <laughs> point. Um <laughs> was that, um I wanted Han to be fucked over by the Empire somehow and really have some sort of emotional like breaking right. point yeah. that the Empire okay. ruins okay. him so that later on in the film when he's kind of cold and doesn't really care yeah. about anything like right it's because he went through, you can watch the, the prequel but like, it's oh, also because he's, he he's a through. very
0: risk averse character so yeah. it would be good if we we had some sort of explanation of why he's willing to take such high risks to try and fuck the Empire over yeah exactly
1: right? and so this, this, orphan, this orphanage thing would have been like an example of emotional a, a way to really affect him emotionally yeah. in order to sort of explain that whereas yeah. i well, think we could, could have done,
0: for the name right they could yeah. have just said right any orphans that are recruited by the empire um, have the name Solo. John, it's still a John fucking Snow stupid style. name. Snow style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, bastard name style. Yeah. They could have done that. That would have been a much more reasonable and fitting explanation. Just, why
1: not fucking let him have his last name? Fucking old mate. Why? Well, he doesn't
0: even know his last name, which was another, the, the most ham-fisted shit of this guy just yeah, being that... like, have you, do you know, who are you, he... Who are your people? Was the question he fucking asked. Yeah, and he's like, I don't don't have any people. I don't have any people. I've always been alone. Oh my God. That that
1: wasn't, that didn't pay off at all. There wasn't 30 minutes of him being alone and looking for friends. So it was literally just them wanting to say that. So he could, here's how that scene should have played out. What's your name? Han. And your last name? Oh, sorry. Solo. Han Solo. That's my name. Because I have two names and there's no reason to- It would have
0: been better for him to just make it up on
1: the spot no he can just have two names there's no reason why he only oh, had right. one You're going name going even further back it just makes yeah. no fucking sense to yeah. be like oh we have to explain why he has that last name no you don't yeah <laughs> no one's sitting Obi-Wan Kenobi whatever. Right so what's the Kenobi bit What is that mm,
0: Maybe they got <laughs> feedback from like audience testing That people wanted to know how he got his
1: last name Or <laughs> people, some shit People really want the genealogy of every character the explained. E- e- etymology of his name Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to crack me No no it's genealogy, genealogy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the etymology um, of his genes And yeah, so I thought some of that stuff was lame But that being said, there was some stuff later on in the film that was really cool. Like I thought the scene where he meets Chewie was great. I yeah, thought that, that was, was really fun. Good. That was pretty good. Um, yeah. and there was... but
0: oh okay, sorry to keep being so negative about it. Cause so <laughs> it was that that was good. But the way that he fucking just happens to know
1: w- that was Wookiees. that was total bullshit. What the right. Fuck? So halfway through the the, Wookiee, the, the 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 Chewie fight scene, so he gets thrown. See if this sounds familiar. The the <laughs> the, the big Some baddie, sort of not happy with pit. our heroes, oh, so th- throws that's, the hero into I a monster that's happened pit twelve times just, in the Star Wars. Oh, series. Yeah, literally, it's so tired. And so Chewie is the monster in the monster pit, and Han yeah. has to like win him over, and they escape together. And there are a million different ways that you could have done that. Um, I think it's just he, just, yeah. But and the way he, the way he works his way out of the situation is Han literally pinned to the ground starts going like and oh Oh my my, god it was insane
0: it's like we don't get any explanation at all and it never happens ever again no and then they just speak English then they do the normal sequel shit of like him saying like yeah, exactly. What do you mean? No oh, else in the no, movie. I'm not gonna put that in there or whatever. Like it's not <laughs> stylish. I half
1: expected with this film because as soon as he starts speaking Wookiee, like oh, huh, well, why can he speak Wookiee now? And he doesn't in any of the later movies. I half expected it later to suffer some sort of head trauma and like yeah. <laughs> I like, forgot how oh to no, speak Wookiee. <laughs> I feel fine, but I forgot how to speak Wookiee. <laughs> It was <laughs> Like really when people bad. wake up with a Swedish accent or whatever. Also, FYI,
0: apparently the Wookiee languages are Shiriwook, <laughs> Tirkaran, and Saz- Saksik. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell,
1: these people are nuts. Great, well, I'm glad we looked that one Great, up. okay. It's Wookiees, alright? <laughs> um. But yeah, that, that was... It was bad. I think that was the the worst choice in the whole film was to have the That's character big. literally go <laughs> 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 yeah it was really terrible because then he doesn't later and you could have but here's the thing if the emotional bit is like Chewy, he's like he's been in this cage he's been treated like a monster and then suddenly there's this first human that really understands him you could just have that by having Han understand him yeah. like he has in every other movie yeah and be a genuine you know, Chewie yeah. could have been making his Wookiee noises yeah, and, and Han, Han could, could have be been like, like what do you mean yeah <laughs> what do you mean by that thing you just said yeah it, that would have been much better and
0: I feel like that would have also reflected a much better genuine emotional connection that they had because what it feels like is it feels like Han fell in the pit smacked his head So hard (laughs) that for a little while he did actually forget that he could speak Wookiee, or he was so distracted by like being torn apart by this monster thing that as soon as he recognized that it was a Wookiee or heard the first sound, he should be like, I can fucking talk
1: to this guy. Wait a minute! Like, do they have it aside later on? But Chewie's like, "Hey, man, just so you know, my English is better than your Wookiee. So let's just yeah, so let's just talk that way for the whole rest of the eternity. All right, let's just do that. Yeah, that. So and it would so have been nice to see them be friends and become yeah, friends because no, I think there was none
0: of that. They I were think... just instantly made compatriots.
1: Because in episode seven, when. Chewie sees Han get shot and he goes on his Wookiee rampage yeah. I think that was the most emotional that was one of the most emotional points yeah, of any set. Star Wars yeah. movie I think I almost yeah. cried in that scene yeah. like oh my god and so it's this like bromance that goes across like decades Yeah. and well, there I wanted an, there, to see there, that be set up but I don't think it really was they're an
0: iconic partnership in, the, exactly. in that exactly and I don't yeah. think that was this, this film in really series, missed an so. opportunity to set that yeah, up it did um, and I think another reason why that's so Oh, it's, I'm just saying the same shit again but yeah. like another reason why that's so important to Chewbacca is because we know how final that death is because yeah. not, you know well we're not gonna get another we're not gonna get another Harrison Ford Han Solo character yeah. and so yeah it's that's a genuine deep emotional connection that we just I, I, I feel they there were a lot
1: of squandered fucking opportunities yeah. and the, <laughs> they're flying away on the ship and Han's like so what's your name anyway and Chewie's like and he goes Chewbacca, huh? Well, you're yeah. going to need a nickname because I ain't saying that every okay. time. Well, like, oh, my God. Why do you have to explain why he says Chewie? Yeah. It instead
0: of Chewbacca. Here's yeah. how
1: that scene goes. What's his name? Chewbacca. Cut. Hey, Chewie is the next scene. Like... Yeah. And... and no one's going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He said his name was Chewbacca. Yeah. You're saying Chewie. Yeah. Fucking Han Doesn't even remember his name. That would
0: actually genuinely show... ...the formation of, like, an affinity over time... Yeah. ...rather than having this instant <laughs> moment of, like, well, we're BFFs...
1: ...so I'm going to call you <laughs> oh, a nickname... ...yeah, they're sitting there a day and they won't be like, all right, if I call you Big Guy... ...yeah,
0: I feel like, <laughs> I feel like what the the idea in their head was like... ...oh, well, we'll show that, we'll, we'll characterise Han... ...by, by, by, by showing that he's, like, he's, he's a, he's a nickname kind of guy, right... <laughs> Because he's cool So he gives people
1: nicknames Nah Chewie's just a the guy just with a long looking... foreign name I understand it, yeah, short, short, it Shorten that exactly. shit down the, the thing is We're that Australians even... mate His name's Chewbacca Chewie Done
0: Even in the Star Wars universe <laughs> People still operate as if you, If these are human beings They still operate like human beings And I feel like a lot of the time When you were listening to Most of the characters in this film People don't talk like they do <laughs> The writing It was so bad And it's just like yeah. no one no one's gonna tell the person it would be it would be less weird if he was like is it okay if I called you chewy that would have been less weird right
1: It's okay you just don't explain it there were no. always weird things. No, but but they, saying... it's like they had a list they looked up Han and chewie on Wikipedia and they got a list of all the dos like right we have to explicitly explain every single one of every these elements
0: of these two <laughs>
1: yeah fuck um, right I thought the guy that played Han himself actually was great. I thought, aside from the writing, I thought he was really believable as Han. I really liked him. I, I yeah. thought I, th- I thought he was. I, I could watch. I mean, with better writing, I could watch another two movies with him in it. I thought. I yeah, thought he was yeah, really. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think. I, I don't know. I was judging him because he was I, kind of doing a wry, kind of smirk, smile thing like Harrison Ford does.
0: I feel like I'm, I'm getting deja vu about us talking about this, but <laughs> um, but I I feel like my my go to comparison for. An actor playing the younger version of another actor is um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing um, Bruce Willis in Looper. And see, I didn't really he... get that. I, I thought that that was fine, but no, like... you're, you're totally wrong. Because it's, it's absolutely amazing. And one of the things that I I think
1: Joseph Gordon-Levitt is almost a different ethnicity to. to... Yeah, but that's Bruce why Beller. he went, had to have prosthetic yeah, three to...
0: hours of prosthetic surgery. Well, yeah, not surgery, <laughs> pros- <laughs> <laughs> Three, just a quick three hours of prosthetic that's surgery. That's why he only does diehard <laughs> prequels now. <laughs> <laughs> um, pros- uh, he, he, of prosthetic supplied in makeup. He, yeah, he had to go through that three hours every time they shot him, right? And in addition to that, one thing that I did uh, learn about the behind the scenes shit of Looper is that um, Gordon Levitt tailed and studied. Bruce Willis for like almost a year before before he was he, even cast. Yeah, exactly. He was he was doing that anyway, and they're like, "Oh, this guy knows him. Oh, perfect. We'll just cast like, God and love it." Oh, Bruce, uh, Bruce, who? Been, Sorry. Yeah, uh. been, uh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll work on that over the weekend, and we'll see how it goes in the audition. Um, no, he fucking he studied the the human that he needed to emulate as an yeah. actor, and I feel like this guy, he was. Uh, What's the actor's name? Because he hasn't been in much. I think. no, he hasn't. He's, he's pretty really, He's pretty new. Alden Einrich. Ein, uh, Ehrenreich. Ehrenreich. Fuck. Okay, so yeah, Alden. That's a Star Wars fuck name. That is really cool. Alden. Called <laughs> Alden. <laughs> Are we looking at
1: his character name or yeah, yeah no, no, That's his name. Uh,
0: Alden. 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 Um, he 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 was a good actor. And I liked watching him on screen. He's a good on-screen presence. Yeah. But I actually felt like he could have done a little more Harrison Ford shit. Because I feel like if you watch Harrison Ford in, like, Blade Runner and then in Star Wars... What would you want,
1: man? They explained the last name. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. They showed him putting on the vest. Yeah, uh, it, like... He got into the brand new Millennium Falcon and said, I'm definitely going to scuff this one up a bit more. Make it really feel like my own. Make sure it's got that little divot in the fucking front of it. That was actually
0: (laughs) That was really good. Um... But, and it's little nods. I feel like little nods like that.
1: All you need. Yeah,
0: that's so effective. Yeah. But they just did that 50
1: times. Yeah. They
0: were like, a little nod about the name, a little and nod the, about the, the blast. The, and... the
1: bit at the end where, like, oh, I'll see you on Tatooine, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely. was cool. Yeah, that was cool. So there was some, definitely some really <laughs> and, great bits. And you get to see them do the Kessel Run, which is cool, because that's that stat that he always keeps bringing up. That is <laughs> and, the, and the most
0: amazing amount oh. of effort that went into, like... A couple of throwaway Cause he, lines. Yeah, because he's like, later, you know, yeah. it does the
1: Kessel run in 12 parsecs, and you always hear him say that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the funniest thing I thought, <laughs> we might just be ruining this whole thing, but it's fine. Um, go see me first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought the greatest bit about that was at the <laughs> end. When um, he says he's, he says for one of the first times in this film, oh, you know, we just did the castle run in twelve parsecs, and Chewie goes like, and he goes, oh yeah, but if you round down, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love the so, idea it's actually not, that for yeah. forty years Han has been rounding he's his been numbers exaggerating to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great that's yeah that was fantastic that was, that was cool. really good like he said, sometimes oh, he was really 12.9 and he's been rounding down
0: his yeah, whole life yeah 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 exactly <laughs> like that's fucking funny and uh, like yeah. if, the, if the whole movie was, was made of, of little um, little bits like that where you yeah. can just sort of see that the, the first embers of his character formation sort of going up to the sky like yeah. I think that is is really effective yeah but it was just so so over the top
1: yeah Yeah. and it really was like there was there was a couple that were in a relationship and the way they showed that was only just by having them kiss once yeah that was solace Westworld lady Westworld Westworld lady Lady and and Woody Woody Harrelson yeah um just like kiss once and so then <laughs> so then, when when something happens to her, he's literally like, "No, my wife that I love." Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Woody Harrelson's character is one of the worst written characters, actually, on the whole. I think, like, Woody Harrelson, good actor, the lines he was given, the material to work with,
1: awful. Yeah. Well, was... I mean, I think I think the lines for most of it weren't that great. No. Um,
0: I it's it yeah. just feels so fucking inexcusable to be sitting in a movie theater as as an audience patron. It feels fucking inexcusable to sit in in a film theater i think it's fine you paid for the, the ticket where i know that it's a public place all right i refuse i'm never doing it again i'm never seeing another <laughs> film i think it's <laughs> it's not okay um i think it's unacceptable to sit in a film and that that you know has cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make <laughs> and think that wasn't very well written, was it? Yeah, no. no. I think it's fucking <laughs> They had to recreate the like... entire
1: Millennium Falcon interior. Yeah. And,
0: and you know, we're like, they've, they've they've spent hundreds and hundreds of man hours going through, back through the... Because I know that they do this for Star Wars films. Yeah. Where they go back through the old shit and they become very familiar with the material. Yeah. Like, you do that legwork and then hire a good script writer. Holy yeah. fuck. Fuck! There are people out there who would actually, actually murder people. Yeah, they'll like, the they, they would pay on Star to Wars. be able. To... They would pay to go into a fighting cage to kill other <laughs> scriptwriters in order to be the Star Wars scriptwriter. It's a reality TV like, show, right there. Fuck Star Wars! That's Fantastic! We're All right, we're, we're going. See you, nerd yeah, on fucking, nerd. Violence. See you later. Yeah, um, um, yeah, definitely. There, I and I. It just feels it's such such a frivolous waste to have something that looks so great and is such an inventive universe with so much potential yeah and then also have the people be speaking like fucking high school fiction project level of quality dialogue you yeah know, as that last sentence was uh, for me. <laughs> yeah. it's just uh, you can you can do better. This movie was enjoyable but in terms of the writing you could have done better. Without that Lawrence when, yeah that's right <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> fucking listen up alright no it's right. and, and this is something that I think a lot about movies that are coming out I always when I'm talking to my parents about movies they always say like oh you're being really snobbish or like I think that your your expectations are too high. My expectations aren't too high. <laughs> I just want good writing. Yeah. That's my main complaint with most films that I see. Yeah. Is, like, the writing just should have been better. Yeah. And, um, and especially in a movie that's that's got this much money behind it, this many people behind it. Like, yeah. Man, yeah. I just... Yeah. I, I hope that... And it, I feel like it hasn't been a problem for most of the other Star Wars films. That they yeah. have
1: had decent writers. But also, know? like, if you look at the budget of these movies, whatever it is, like... If you just pay You could pay pay a writer A six figure sum To spend an entire year Writing the script Pay him Full time Pay him
0: a million dollars And it would still
1: be such a A Fraction of the A million dollars For (laughs) a script writer Would be
0: like They're just They can just check out That would never happen But even if it was like
1: If you you pay a writer Like a hundred thousand dollars But I think
0: saying That would never happen Like you pay the actors That much money I think It's more
1: important To have a good script
0: yeah, than, I mean, this than any
1: particular actor. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I, yeah. I mean, um, we could talk about how much we hate Solo all day. And I think I had fun, but we've now been going for quite a while. Yeah. And that gives us some stuff to cut down on. yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Oh, to,
0: uh, yeah. I, we were talking about how um, Jon Favreau's character, um, Rio, uh, should have been played by Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <and> <laughs>
1: Just crack your knuckles and rehearse this bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I,
0: I think... Gilbert Gottfried should have played every character in this
1: film. <laughs> I think Gilbert
0: Gottfried should have played a young Solo. Should have played uh, the robot. rights robot. What's your
1: first name? Yeah, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I'd pay... Han.
0: <laughs> I'd pay so much money. I've
1: always been a bit of a loner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, like it's it's Donald Glover on screen, but it's Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried doing the post voice lines. This so is I'd America. So yeah. Hi, <laughs> hey, good to see you, Han. <laughs> Oh fuck yeah! I think Gilbert Godfrey—that's that's probably more of a joke for us. Than yeah. I don't think that was this worth There's a lot of conversation that we we're having, and uh, that was the end point of it. But I was just really excited to think about Gilbert Godfrey playing every character in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> cool.
1: Can uh, you do a chewy noise as Gilbert Godfrey? Can... <laughs> ah, no, you actually can't. It's... <laughs> Oh, okay. You okay. to fold over your own voice box. All right, well, so I think I, I think we're going to wrap it up for this week's episode yeah, of yeah. Beef Station. Beef Station. I like the name. We're going to st- we're going to stick with it. Um I don't know what we're going to be discussing next week, but I think I think we uh no. Who knows? Yeah, who knows, right? Well, stay tuned. Thanks for making it yeah, through this one. It might have been might have been a bit of a slog.
0: Yeah, uh, well, we're so we're over over an hour now, which is probably a little longer than anyone wants to listen to us fucking talk. But,
1: <laughs> so uh, when you look when you look at your little iPod and you see that this episode's been oh, going for twenty minutes, you know you know how we much we've cut about? out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, all right, cool. well,
0: yeah, well, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, stay stay tuned for the next episode. I'm Andrew. I'm Oscar, and uh, we'll see you next time.